I'm Marty Wheeler Burnett, and I serve as Canon Precentor at Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in Omaha, Nebraska, and as Vice President of the Association of Anglican Musicians. I have selected We the Lord's People, a hymn by John E. Bowers, found in the hymnal 1982, number 51. This hymn, The Poet's First, was written in 1972, and it has become a standard part of the repertoire of congregational song in many Episcopal churches. The tune, Decatur Place, was composed in 1983 by Richard Wayne Dirksen, former organist choir master of Washington National Cathedral. It was adapted from Dirksen's earlier tune, Innisfree Farm, to fit this hymn. Cater Place is one of my favorite hymn tunes, so much so that I composed a descant for it, which is included in Church Publishing's collection entitled The Crowning Glory. What is the church? What should it be? What does it look like at its best? Volumes have been written in response to those questions, but We the Lord's People answers them in four concise poetic stanzas. I'm a church musician. Music led me to the Episcopal Church. On the day I was confirmed, I played the organ and the congregation sang this hymn. As a young adult, I felt that I had found a Christian community like the one described in the hymn, a community where all find a welcome. The first stanza begins, We the Lord's people, heart and voice uniting, Praise him who calls us out of sin and darkness into his own light. This is what we do on Sundays. For church musicians, this describes our ministry. When we unite our hearts and voices to sing God's praises, we experience transcendence in worship. The second stanza of the hymn describes the many roles of the church. Home to God's people school for the faithful, refuge for the sinner, rest for the pilgrim. At various times in our lives, we experience the church in these different dimensions, especially for those of us who have moved frequently or when we are far away or separated from family. Church truly becomes our home. In other seasons of life, the role of the church as school is important. We might encounter Jesus in Sunday school, in a youth group, a Bible study, or a choir. At other times of our lives, particularly in seasons of grief and loss, the church provides refuge and rest, a safe place for expressing questions and doubts, where fellow pilgrims support us in our journey. The third stanza of the hymn is my favorite. It illuminates the importance of Sunday.
day of creation, of resurrection, of the Spirit, a day for rejoicing. Sundays are always celebrations of the resurrection, even during Lent. Each new day offers the opportunity to give thanks for the gift of life. The final stanza focuses on the Holy Eucharist and its centrality to our lives. The breaking of bread and the prayers ground us for ministry, carrying the love of God to a world in need. The Church doesn't always live up to this high calling. Conflict and division can silence its song. The Church is far from perfect, but this hymn offers a vision of the joyous, healthy, transformative community we are called to become. Thanks to Marty Wheeler Burnett for this episode. For more, visit songsinthedesert.org. You can also find us on Facebook. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, renew in us the gifts of your mercy. Increase our faith, strengthen our hope, enlighten our understanding, widen our charity, and make us ready to serve you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow for another Song in the Desert. <laughs>